0: TJ, what's good, baby?
1: You know, I feel like I just recorded a podcast yesterday with rapper Snail Mail. And now here we are again, back in the hot seat, looking at my computer, looking at my Zoom. It feels good, though. You know, I got a nice hot
0: cup of coffee. Jason, that's so funny. Because I have a hot cup of Joe myself, and a and a you know three quarters full uh, Poland Springs gallon to keep me powered through this uh, okay back to back back to back podcast marathon. But I want to start the show with some important housekeeping business. Off rip, is this a Chris Black off rip patented off rip? Off rip, we do have a a big announcement today. Um, our debut album adds color via Jag Jaguar is in stores everywhere, uh, December tenth. Uh, just in time for the holidays. Nothing says stocking stuff or Jason like a double CD. <laughs> it will be available at Amoeba and all the other fine record stores wherever you may live. Maybe maybe not where you live, if I'm being honest, because mm-hmm. you guys live in some sh- shitty places.
1: A compact disc for your compact bitch. If you have a small-ass chick, <laughs> this is the perfect Christmas item to buy them. Obviously, oh. they'll have to source a means to play this media, the uh, the CD, which... CD players are still available on eBay. You can find them in garage sales and, and Craigslist and something like that. Well, I've
0: seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people, you know, buying like old cars and stuff where we live. Yeah, you know? so are maybe you like that, a maybe like a, like a vintage car. You mean? Yeah, maybe a vintage car. But I just I want to break down, you know, what what's going on with this this album. So much like our beloved and unfortunately canceled because we're too busy. Uh, how long on radio show? It's on.
1: Hi- it's on hiatus.
0: It's on hiatus. It's it's basically it's basically Jason and I giving our two cents around some of the classic uh songs and artists that Jag Jaguars put out over their illustrious twenty five years in business. So Angel Olsen and Sharon Van Etten, Cutworms, Bonnie Vera, Angel Olsen, Preoccupations, uh, Molly Lewis, Ryan Hemsworth, Dinosaur Jr., Moses Sumney, Nap Eyes, and Small Black are all featured, along with, of course. Uh, yours truly mm-hmm. um and it was I, I gotta say it was it was produced mixed, and mastered by by longtime friend of the show and, and one of my oldest friends james ellis the cover photo is, is from uh jake michaels and outtake from our new york times shoot mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. the the in- the interior photos are by friend of the show and uh, rebounder drummer kobe arner and the whole thing the concept art direction the whole shit was put together by by sam jane so it's really a family affair jason it's a family affair and, it, and most
1: importantly recorded live by dj them jeans mm-hmm. at his home in upstate glendale <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so we record, sam avion we sam avion studio in upstate new york wasn't available so we just went to upstate glendale instead and it kind of worked out you know?
1: i'm hearing it's the new cat skills i don't know what that is it's a fun word though <laughs> but yeah it, we recorded it one take just right in the same room i'm sitting in it's cool that in 2021 it's like yes we got a record deal on a record label that you know is legendary with tons of amazing artists and They give them a budget to go to the studio and record it with all these engineers and stuff. And we are, we have the same exact product as them. And I recorded it on, you know, on my microphone that got on Amazon for a hundred bucks in my bedroom.
0: I mean, you know, Jason, you're kind of a bedroom artist if I had to put you into a category.
1: It's just me and Ryan Hemsworth. That's about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You and DJ Ryan Hemsworth. And at least we're not in, you know, upstate Ontario. That, that could be a lot worse. You know what oh, I mean? Oh,
1: brother. Especially this time of
0: year. Oh, shit. I, I hope I can get some. I can't even get 10 bits up here. It's so fucking cold. <laughs> but yeah, so the album will be in stores just in time for the holidays, 1210. Like I said, it'll be available on your digital streaming platforms. And I believe we'll have a clip or, you know, quote unquote, a single uh, available on Sa- on SoundCloud uh, the, the day of the the release goes out on the nineteenth. So, um, you guys get your pre order. We'll be doing a bundle with a with a special T shirt designed by Sam.
1: The shirt is very very cool. It's so simple and so perfect. And that's to me the best far- form of graphic design.
0: Yeah, a lot of these graphic designers try to get a little too sick with it, but mm-hmm. Sam really. You know what Sam's good at, Jason? Sam's good at kind of kind of um, restraint. And that's what he doesn't so get
1: sick it. with it. He gets I don't know perfect with it. Is that weird to say? <laughs> But uh, but yeah yeah I'm I'm very excited and I think we'll have you know hopefully some some street team marketing going on
0: yeah we're gonna get don't worry we have our guerrilla marketing team they've got some stencils of Jason's face they're gonna spray paint all over the ground you know like like it's Theophilus like a Theophilus London EP <laughs> from 2012 <laughs> it's gonna be Shout out to it's a big gonna, dog
1: Theo we still rocking with you
0: Theo I know you're listening to this you know what I'm saying and I like the Smiths too bro um so. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going pretty well over here in How Long Gone Land. Uh thank you to uh new friend of the show, Snail Mail Lindsay, uh, for a wonderful episode. She was great. If you guys haven't listened to Valentine, make sure you go do that.
1: And her and her previous album,
0: just as good. Yeah, all the all the albums are good and it made me really think about The album
1: before that? awful yeah really bad
0: jake Jake gallagher was like man she's half your age she could be your daughter and i'm like thanks bitch i know (laughs) you know i'm also like yeah she put out a record she was 17 i was i was a fat angry loser who was listening to converge in a honda civic when i was 17 so Mm -hmm. you know you can't win them all jason but at least we made it here now
1: at least we're old enough to be her father but i feel like a cool dad after i successfully spoke with a young person for 1 hour yeah. and it, it seemed to be an enjoyable experience for all parties. Yeah,
0: you're really on your old head shit talking about weed. You know, what I mean that's something that nowadays <laughs> nowadays thanks to the legalization of marijuana uh and uh, you know, it's easy for young people and old people to relate.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm like I don't know what any of this runts are. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what good, good good gas is
0: in my in my day runts were a candy you could get at the 7-11 and you mm-hmm. threw out the banana ones because you know
1: nah, I I, I, no I ain't putting no I ain't I, putting I, no bananas
0: in my mouth bro if you know what I'm, I'm a banana
1: I'm yo I'm a nana I'm a nanner eater I seek out only the banana runts that's the only runt that has enough damn I don't know character for me to appreciate but you, gross you know speaking as, you of, gross of, hell, of bro. talking talking to young people. I have no problem talking to young people, uh, as you can see by last episode. But one thing I'm starting to notice is like when I'm talking to people, young people, like in the written words, Mm -hmm. like in an email or a DM or a text message or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's when I'm starting to sort of second guess the words that I'm saying. Is this something that you may have experienced, Chris?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that that it's much easier to utter stupid shit than it is to write stupid shit. You know, because you're able to Mm. sit when you physically see bro with an e sometimes you rethink it most times i just hit send and i don't really care who the recipient is jason
1: I, I type out the word sick and i'm like well did you spell it did you spell it did you put your did you put your
0: black flies on and spell it with a q <laughs> or did you go full ck i
1: don't know i don't i would never do q what is this 2013 i don't
0: do a si speaking of q speaking of q the q non shaman just got 41 months for storming the capital
1: 41 months that's what a little three and a half years something like yeah that. and i
0: was talking to i was talking to uh trainer to the stars christy godso about jail earlier actually coincidentally
1: what what'd she get popped for
0: she no i told i told her i think that for me to get in the shape i want to get in i need to do a year in minimum security prison
1: uh, okay so that that that's it's just you no food that you can eat and then just Thirty thousand pull-ups and push-ups. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I think every that, day. So I told her I was going to run out before we podcast and try to commit a crime, but I didn't have. Unfortunately, I didn't have time, but uh, hopefully, I can get it done tonight.
1: I'm sure there's like you don't have to actually get a criminal record to do one. You know, you can just download like a PDF for like some type of jailhouse workout. I'm, I, I bet hundreds. Yeah, of them no, exist. but that's
0: that, that's the thing. I think I need to really live in the environment
1: where you're going. A PDF won't won't suffice. Yeah, we can
0: actually we can actually talk to our guest about it today because I feel like I'm a method fit. This guy.
1: So you, you don't need to get into in, uh, a prison style beach bod. You need to be scared straight into being you need to be scared skinny.
0: Yeah, I, exactly. I want to be scared skinny. <laughs> I want a big jail jailhouse guy to scream at me about how I'm a pussy mm-hmm. and how he's going to take my he's going to take my butt and stuff and, and that, that way my booty now uh, yeah yeah. That, that booty is mine now and then i just drop down and do 500 push-ups because i've just there's nothing else for, i'm so scared
1: god i would so love to see you on one of those mtv shows where the teens who are bad yeah have to go get yelled at by a drill sergeant
0: i mean i prefer like the maury povich versions where they come on and like they're just like you ain't my parents you can't do shit to me dog and then they just scream at them until they cry and then they usually give in
1: chris black doing the snot cry what's the over under on the yell time for that to happen.
0: Oh, that's just I that's going to happen Friday when the new Adele drops. That's my that's my <laughs> that's my, that's my version. That's the only thing that can make me snot cry is is Are the reviews
1: coming in favorably is it still too soon to no, tell? no i
0: think they're coming in pretty favorably. actually i saw a couple today I,
1: also that's track seven too soon to tell uh, <laughs> off of adele's 30 check it out it's one of my favorites
0: i didn't watch the oprah special i just didn't i just wasn't around the television but i, I need to go back and check it out and the performance
1: was britney gonna do oprah
0: we don't talk about Brittany anymore okay uh a guest guest on the podcast say we should introduce our guests because this is a you know this is a Hollywood podcast, but we, we haven't really gone fully to Hollywood, and, and today I feel like we're dipping our toe in that in that pool.
1: No, th- no, we have a real bona fide actor who's a person that you have seen on TV and film before, not just some fucking
0: loser. Exactly. Not another musician or a writer or whatever. Uh, yeah, Jake Lacey, um, you probably know him from, most recently... White Lotus. White Lotus. And then also, though, he was on my favorite show of all time in the ninth season, The Office... Uh, He was in an ABC sitcom called Better With You and of course starred with Virginia Slate in The Obvious Child named after a great song.
1: One of your favorite flicks and also one of my favorite television programs. He he did a a, a brief little bid on HBO's Girls Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. as a love interest of Friend of the show lena dunham
0: jake's also in great shape you know what i mean and he's got two kids and shit so i'm just trying to understand oh, i'm aware i'm under i'm trying to understand how a felt like this with that jawline is able to juggle all these responsibilities he's got kids and stuff we can barely put out three podcasts a week and still get our bills he's probably
1: paid. a cutter or something like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he's got there's got to be something going on with this guy so let's uh we'll just ask him we'll just ask him straight to his motherfucking face you know what i mean
1: all right let's give cutter jake lacy <laughs> a, a zoom call uh. cutting weight of course <laughs> not his not his thigh
0: no 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 i understood
1: hey chris it's tim time let's get into some timberland talk how are you
0: i'm great man i was just i was just looking here uh at the timberland green stride sole on these boots they sent me it's made from 75 percent renewable sugarcane and natural rubber uh, which which does the job of combining eco consciousness and comfort?
1: Okay, that's a that's a very good amount. That's almost that's that's almost one hundred percent. So all that natural rubber, all that sugarcane, that's everything that's renewable. That's going to do a good job as part of Timberland's commitment to make sure their their products are sustainable for a more greener world uh, with the goal of having a net positive impact on the environment by 2030 that's positive that's better than neutral and much better than negative of course
0: of course but i, I would we'd be remiss not to discuss the the eco-conscious materials that we have we've laid out for you uh also you know they look cool they're rugged lightweight and durable you can go shop the men's and women's green stride collection on timberland.com i thought you were going to be in a trailer or some shit but you're in just a comfortable man cave aren't you
2: no i'm right back home man i just got back from <laughs> portland just sitting in my tv room I got no real, my mother, my mother in law is in my, my like office upstairs. So I'm sitting on the ground with you guys on a (laughs)
1: little tripod. That's nice of you. That's, that's nice of you. So why, why is your mother in law in your space?
2: My boys, uh, literal boys, not like my gang, my friends, but my actual little boys are about to do. (laughs) Not gang. My actual,
0: my actual children.
3: Yeah.
2: My, my, my offspring are like right below there and they're about to do nap time and i was like i'm gonna jump on with these guys and just be like
3: bah, bah, bah,
0: bah, bah, and, and they're gonna <laughs> yeah, be yeah, underneath
2: yeah. there, like wide awake
0: not doing yeah anything. that's not a good so you're you're a good you're a good father and a good son-in-law that's really that's that's nice of you I that's what
2: that. i want to open with i want to open with that <laughs> mm-hmm. and i hope to close with it
4: and
0: they're like, Daddy,
1: are do you have to do podcast again? And they're like, Yeah, sorry, this is my life
2: now. This is me. This is exclusively <laughs>
0: Is this one about watches? And you're like, No, 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 no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> no, it's worry. gonna this be this is a cool one. It'll be more exciting than that, kids, I promise. Just listen along. Just listen along through the floor. You know, like
2: I want to get a nice watch and uh, you know, Michael Williams, <laughs> you know, a continuous lean and
0: Of course.
1: Shout out to Williams.
2: Big shout out to, to Michael uh i always appreciate when he writes about watches that he's like i like nice watches and as soon as people start talking serial numbers i'm out like yeah, that, yeah, model yeah, numbers know. like he's like i don't mind i'll drop some money on a watch but when you get into the like did you see the release of the, the, the he's like all right <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll check you yeah this watch is supposed to get my dick sucked not the opposite <laughs> yeah literally i mean that's the problem i think is that Anything like that just goes so nerdy. It just gets so nerdy so fast, you know, and it's, it's really tough to just be like, I bought this cause it's nice and I wear it and that's where it ends. I don't want to talk about it. Is there a collectible
1: item that doesn't, that's sort of nerd proof? I don't think there is. No. Like, cause you can do that with cars. You can go full Jay Leno and just CNC mill a replica of your penis or whatever you know like really have <laughs> yeah. to be your full life's work it's too it's too far cars are are you into cars too
2: uh i appreciate them i I very much like them but i'm not
1: you got your driver's license just I, I do yeah right i'm a driver <laughs> and i i do
2: frequent Uber. i would go i would go to a car show and like wander around but after 20 minutes be like all right i'm out of here i feel a little bit like uh to me a car show is like a strip club like i have no interest mm. because
1: this is a t-pain song so far but go on <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just like
2: why go to a car show and then not drive it you know like why yeah, go to no, a strip no. club to just stare yeah. at, at
0: Damn, something Jake. beautiful like Jake's you know. third eye Jake's third eye is fucking open, and i'm I stand with you. I stand with you bro honestly I, I just want to see Jake
1: going over to the Lamborghini and touching the hood, <laughs> and someone's like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> i'll let you I'll let you sit in it in this back room over was good, here so there's, and, like, oh, I'm good. there's like
2: curtains all around, and people like pull one car in and then you get to go in alone <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good idea i mean i I just don't you seem like a really a responsible and sensible guy, and I think that you know. You've had you've had enough success where you could probably blow money on something stupid, and it seems like you've resisted. If if you're not into cars or watches, I don't know what else there is to buy. You know what I mean?
2: I uh, I'll, I nickel and dime my way through money. You know where I'll be like, <laughs> nice. instead of being like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out and get that vintage Rolex Explorer, and I'll be like, I'm gonna over it over a year by
0: ten pairs of jeans <laughs> sure 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 it's like you know, the same. it ends, like, up, ends up being similar in price but it, you you spread yeah, it out
2: you're just like how much what 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 do you need stop
0: you're diversifying
1: your portfolio so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah if spread all, it out they're all penny stocks they're
2: all, you know, i'm more like you mm-hmm. yeah
0: i think i'm more like you actually i do the same thing i don't really I'm not a big ticket item kind of guy. I'm more of a lot of small ticket items. Mm-hmm. Jason's just cheap, so he doesn't buy it. He doesn't. I'm
1: like, what are what are items?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he loves to talk about how bullish he is on crypto, but he's never released the coinbase for me to see. So I don't if, really yeah, know what's. Yeah, if somebody going-
1: were to break <laughs> into Chris's, if somebody were to break into Chris's apartment, they would look around at all the items and be like, "Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Nothing really here. Catching I, have, I have a lot of great things of value in, in my apartments. Thank you. And a lot of them are printed materials. But they don't know. They no. Don't yeah. Know. No. It's, it's, they don't want a,
1: a book about like in style magazine in the 70s or whatever you have.
2: You know what? I think like back to the like the, the like the nerd out obsession. Like I feel like I'll go like too deep on things that do not matter, you know, but I also have like maybe two friends who, you know. On Instagram emails text where I'm like oh shit did you see this new da, 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 da? and they're equally as ridiculous with it but I would never
1: what's what's an example of something that don't matter as you say <laughs> 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 Something you said—you get very obsessed with things that do not matter. Well, give me—I want to know what, because it, it might matter to me, Jake.
2: Well, uh, it's close. It's always close. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, I, I think the, the children. I think the children. We got to save them. Mm-hmm. You'll nerd out on how to save children. That's your... the environment <laughs> is also a big one that I'm about lately. Yeah, Jason, Jason's
0: really—he's <laughs> kind of like a global warming guy. It's kind of all he talks about. It's actually caused okay. a problem in our in our relationship.
1: Here in California, we're actually in a in a death desert jake so i just think it's funny that you don't really put a lot of thought into the drought that we're nah, experiencing right
2: now no big i'd fly private if i could afford it <laughs> where do you where, where do you where do you live jake? where do you live jake i lived in new york for like 15 years and then uh, we moved to connecticut in
4: august
0: you really are popping you really are popping now i know you're rich <laughs> now you moved to connecticut you're like yeah bro i know you now yeah it's, oh it's just it's just a quick 45 minute it's a quick 45 renting. minute drive from the city just a quick 45 minute drive in a chauffeured car
2: let it be known i'm taking off a cardigan i'm taking off a sweater. <laughs> i uh it's too hot in this room oh yeah the other night we went to the ghostbusters premiere and that was the first time that we had really experienced like being <laughs> essentially bridge and tunnel like going in and being like doing the evening <laughs> in town and then being like we were home in 45 minutes. You know, I was back <laughs> in the <laughs> verbs in
0: 45. That's the number one quote. From, oh, you know, it's only 45. It's really green and it's only 45 minutes from the city. I mean, it's so close, you know. It's a, two, you know, like
2: all the times I've lived in LA, I've spent time there, the pitch is like the weather and also being like, go to the mountains. You could ski and surf in the same day. You're like, you don't. No one does. No, no one goes does, to the no Getty. One. <laughs> no one goes to the beach. Nobody wins. once a year. Maybe if you have friends in town. But the same is with the suburbs, where it's like forty-five minutes door to door, and you're like, "Yeah, two a.m. on a Sunday,
4: like <laughs> yeah,
2: it's yeah, an hour no and forty yeah. minutes, <laughs> yeah, sitting with the worst drivers on the Hutchinson Parkway. Like it's a, it sucks <laughs> to go in and out
0: of that city. Like anytime you actually want to go, it's two hours. Yeah, time I mean, L.A. So you know, L.A. to me, it's a it's a lifestyle situation. Jason's from L.A. I'm from Atlanta. And LA to me is ah. pretty attractive at this phase in my life, but I think I, I'm glad I was in New York for a majority of my 20s. I, I mean, LA is like pretty, yes. now I'm 39 and I'm sober, all I wanna do is exercise and that's all you can do in LA. You know, there's no, there's literally yes. no culture, there's no culture. <laughs> everybody's fucking dumb fuck? but like it's it's, it's it's really nice for exercising you know what i mean so it's like that's that's kind of what it is you know
1: bro this is hollywood man this is where culture is created have you seen licorice pizza they don't film that shit in connecticut no no
2: it, it really is like it is crazy the the you know Uh, nobody nobody is going to hear this but like the like (laughs) the
0: the draw you're right we don't listen to poor people podcasts (laughs) (laughs) yeah they don't listen to art they only listen to the daily there's new york right
2: and then like as you move outside it's not like a it's not a a hill and new york's at the top and culturally it slowly drifts down (laughs) it's just a spire in the middle where there's like culture and media and entertainment and then like you go thirty minutes out of there and it feels like it just drops, it just drops
0: like, there's just yeah, a yeah. void. So
1: instead of a hill, it is a it is a cylinder. Yeah, it's uh
0: what uh, have, you uh, your, have you gotten to know have you gotten have you gotten to know any of your any of your neighbors out there? You, are you are you playing golf with John the hedge fund guy next door or is it is it? When kinda, yeah,
1: when you bring in the trash cans are they like, Hey Hollywood oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 You know what? Like I've met a couple of folks
2: the thing is, like, I always thought I had a like a preppy, where white met bread kind of streak. Damn, just pulling Springs out of a out of a gallon jug.
0: That's right, baby. We're on our bodybuilder shit on how long gone. You may have seen this in your local Gold's gym, but
1: we do this. Damn for, dog. This a but yeah, we also thought that you were the intersection of white and bread. Go <laughs> on.
2: And and now, like, I'm. You know, it's like I realize now I am, but also like. I want to be the most where white met bread person in my friend group. And here I'm like in the shallow end. (laughs) And that is what's disconcerting. (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't, my wife sometimes would be like, she's like, I like basic shit, but I want to be the most basic person. I know. I don't want to be the least basic person. Like I don't (laughs) want to hang out with more basic people. And I'm in the same, I'm like, I don't want to hang out with cornier, whiter people like, fuck. No. I'm yeah, the most I can handle. I don't yeah, get further yeah. down that line. So you
1: so you came to Connecticut. You had your your topsiders and your polo tucked into your shorts, and then your neighbors are like, "Oh, that's cute, you basic bitch." And then you're like, "This is a whole other echelon of, of basicness going on." Was over
0: there. this a was this like a we have two kids like situation? We need to give them some room to grow, or was it? Or were there other factors that led to your suburbanism?
1: Was it the rats?
2: <laughs> the, the rats it really is like the kids just like it's so hard to do anything not even like i don't have time for myself but to be like it's hard to go to a grocery store with a two-year-old and a four-year-old and then yeah. walk home lugging like four bags and your like it just is shitty
1: and then you gotta be like hey office and you're like <laughs> <laughs> i mean like
2: i get like it's probably chill ages seven on
0: I see but I where see.
2: you're scrambling to keep a person you know it's like if you have if you have kids and you have friends that don't have kids and they go don't worry that the house is like totally childproof and they, they just don't know what they don't know you go over and you're like this is a death trap like not because you've got knives out but because like anything that's a 90 degree <laughs> angle below six feet off the ground
0: is a problem is mm-hmm.
2: is caused to like lose an eye to go to the ER to
0: to like
1: cut your chin like everything is a. <laughs> at, the, at the very least kill your little ipa buzz that you had cooking <laughs> just a little
0: well i think uh, that, so my sister my sister has twins and they're like two mm. and my mom delivered babies for years and takes care of them a lot and like loves it but i'll be over there and i'll be trying to take a nap or something i come downstairs to see what's going on and these motherfuckers <laughs> have pulled everything out of every cabinet everything is on the floor i'm just yeah. like i can't have kids this is crazy like this is this is fucking crazy i can't deal with this like i can't deal with this second hand like i don't know yeah but, but it, you're right it's just a height thing anything under a certain level is just cause for injury or at least cause for like a mess to be made
2: like we travel a lot for work and they come with me and you know the four our four-year-old now is like real it's, it's he's awesome it's awesome to travel with him but like a, even a year ago was like I was like, wait, we went to LA to film this thing. And I was like awake. I would wake up in the middle of the night for the like three weeks leading up to it, thinking about that flight and just being like (laughs) having like a panic attack, like an anxiety and just like, I can't get on that plane with these fucking kids. Like, the people
4: are going to be staring
2: at me in first class. And the
0: so, stroller, it's only this big and the aisle's this big. I and mean, it's affecting, what if I, you know? it affecting your work, I'm sure. We can't, we need to have you mentally clear before, yeah, you know, day yeah. one.
1: You're closer to flying private than we are. You mentioned it earlier. So that <laughs> must even be more of a little prick tease when you're, in, when you're in LAX. <laughs> With the regulars, and you're like, if we just had that fucking PJ, this would all
0: be okay. Yeah, look, I take look, I do. T- I take Delta One sometimes. You know what I mean? And I'm not even. Right. I'm not even like a well-known Hollywood actor. I've only done a few things. Um, so it, you know,
2: I, I, <laughs> I mean, neither, neither, am I. It's like, like I get here's I get flown first Dang class no. because uh the union dictates that that's how you have to fly people to. Wait jobs. a second. Wait a
0: second. I was anti-union until just now. Tell me more. <laughs> i is a union oh guy God. now. I'm, I'm, I was willing to cross the picket line five minutes ago, but now I'm 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 in. It's a whole different story. It's like
2: business or better. I You know, I've paid to fly myself first class probably twice in my life, and one time flew on a private jet that somebody on a you know charter flight that somebody else had been like, "I'm going back to the city if you want to come." I was like
0: oh yeah okay nothing better than Clooney text you and you can hitch a ride with him I love that
1: I, lo- I love what that. was what was Epstein like back in the day then I'm just gonna go back to the city
0: I'll just, you know, I'll just ride with you bro I'll just
1: ride with, it's all good yeah we got to the, to, the, to the plane and I was like put your name right on that log right there Jakey <laughs> like, date it
2: uh, There's more people here than I thought there would be. (laughs)
0: was (laughs) going to be me and you kind of talking about science, but it seems like there's some other people here. I don't know. This isn't (laughs) really what I wanted to do. This
2: is totally separate, but uh, I was listening to the uh, Coggins. uh, Uh I think the second time he was on.
1: Coggins reloaded.
0: (laughs) 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 Coggins reloaded.
2: Uh, The first is uh, you're talking totes. And I just got this L.L. Bean. Uh, catalog, fuck, lo and behold, there's an all white, I took a yep. photo of it. There's an all white and it says, Based on customer demand, we've like brought this
0: back, Jake. We call that the "How Long Gone" effect, is what we call that. And if, big time. And luckily for us, we're getting to use that phrase more and more often. And I think this is just <laughs> just one of those cases just where it, yeah. we, we know that Big mm-hmm. Tote Bag is listening, and and mm-hmm. um, you know if, if it's better for everybody, really, is what it feels like yeah. to me that they've brought that back. So thank God for that. Boat tote, check yourself. Mm,
1: and and you know if if Pfizer is listening, we're ready to get in bed with you guys as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big big tote doesn't pay quite as well as big pharma does on the back
0: end yeah we'll get in bed with anybody for the right price we're not really above it podcasting isn't really kind of like a money making thing yet so you know we're, we're trying to hedge our bets what was the other <laughs> i'm sorry what was the other thing you gleamed from the david coggins reloaded
2: he mentions oh i'm hand delivering these but i'm sending one of them out i listened to this recently yeah right like i didn't listen to it when it first came out and uh I'm the guy he's talking about. Oh. Uh. But he goes, uh, I'm sending it to this actor, this influencer. And I was like, that's way too much credit. I think he has more of an uh, Instagram following than I do. Like he's sending it
1: oh.
2: yeah, down. The, the down, Coggins, down, but you you the, co- I mean? the, the, the,
0: the Coggins fly fishing shirtless photos <laughs> don't really do the numbers that yours do. So it's, it's a little, it's, you know, it's hit or miss. He might have a more curated
1: feed, but you have more followers. And that's really what matters at the end of the day, right? I don't know. I was like,
2: if you sent this to I don't know one of the kids in the K-pop world, I'd be like, oh
4: right, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. I love the idea. I love the <laughs> idea of, of one member of BTS receiving a David Coggins tote. That would really, that would really, that would, really, that would really set the tongues <laughs> yeah. wagging on the internet right there. That
1: wouldn't surprise me. Coggins' <laughs> demographic
0: is top tier. You know, he is very connected.
2: That same kid like wearing it to photo shoots. That like it's yeah. so incongruous to like everything else they've got on, but like with the tote. Over the
1: shoulder. Versace, 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 balenciaga LL Bean, Boat and Toe. Yeah, well, they, they have
0: to match. You know, they have to match. So it would it would be nice to send eight of those over. I don't know if Coggins had the bank for that.
2: I was honored. I was like, so Jake, were you
0: were you listening to
1: How Long Gone? Were you listening to this pod because you enjoyed it, or are you doing a little game tape, getting ready to see what the flow is before you get on, or had you already listened before? I saw
2: the piece the lovely piece in the Times. And uh, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then uh, I'm big on big on the words and
0: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. big reader. You guys ever seen scripts? They come in, they come in paper. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a written. We're form. talking almost a hundred
2: pages. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you got to be able to read them and then say them back,
1: which is a whole other thing. Good luck, brother. <laughs> Couldn't do it. And then, Welt Mac,
2: uh, Welster was like, yo, would you want to do this? Like, these dudes are great. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Mac and shout out to Mac for, cause you guys met, did you guys meet at the playground? Dude,
2: we met at McCarran. I think neither of us enjoyed having like dad
0: and friends, you
2: know, friends where you're like friends just cause you both have kids and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And we were at McCarran Park and, uh, his, his older son was like, had monster trucks at the time. And my kid was like one and a half and hadn't quite like made it into that world.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: that was like the day that his, my, my son's like brain popped into monster <laughs> truck mode. And, uh, <laughs> and then we just got talking. And I was like, truly was like, Oh, this guy's got dope style. <laughs> you yeah. Know, it was yeah, like, yeah. if this could hang with this dude. It was like, what's up? What do you do? And he's so chill and low key about it. And yeah, just became friends, honestly, like through that and have like, you know more more stuff in common, but it's also like you know I'm an uh, appreciator of like menswear and this and that, but obviously don't exist in that world. So it's fun to have like a, a handful of dudes who who are in that world to be like, what do you think about this? I think that's pretty cool. You check this thing out. That seems fucking lame. What do you think about that?
1: You know, and like sure, sure, sure. Just bounce around a little bit. But I I because this,
0: yeah. this is always my thing. Because you know we're we're getting up there in age, and you know we have a lot. I have a lot of friends that are parents, of course. And they say the same thing. They're like, God damn it. I got to go to this fucking birthday party with these 10 dads that <laughs> suck. And you and know. like, and our, our, clo- the closest thing you can do to that without having kids is going to a wedding, right? That's like the closest thing that you uh-huh. have where you're like, fuck, I'm stuck with these bozos all weekend. I got to figure this out. But I feel like with the parent thing, especially in New York or LA, I've heard a lot of positive stories like yours where it's like, oh, I actually made a real friend yes. and we have a lot in common and it's rare, but it does happen. Well, there's a lot of cool people in
1: New York. That's why that's
2: the true. wedding that's true. scenario is like, it's like a wedding, but also if you hadn't seen another human being over the age of two for six months. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so there is also this like. I gotta get out of this fucking house, man. And I'm being like, <laughs> and the place I'm gonna do it is with other little kids and parents I might not like is like, ah, mm. fuck. <laughs> so, you know, the, it feels like the stakes are high.
1: You're like, is there gonna be cornhole there? I don't know. Right. And then, and someone's gonna be like, hey, you guys like Netflix? And you're like, oh, yeah, I love watching Netflix. <laughs> They're like, oh, come
0: over here. Yeah,
1: Netflix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we joke about all the time that society has devolved now into adults only talking about tv and for someone who profits off of that i wonder if you if you if you <laughs> interesting if you, yeah interesting. it's interesting you're you're on you're on the other side of the coin here so you know J- jason you know talking about hulu with a guy he doesn't like is is just part of his life every yeah, day. It's,
1: a, it's a thing that i always <laughs> notice like i'll be at a restaurant and i'll see like a six top of of white guys and their Asian baby mamas and their three kids running around and they all got masks on and they're talking about <laughs> this and this and then at some point they break the seal and it's like time of death on this conversation. <laughs> <Beep>! <laughs> it's like I just discovered season six of the block, you know, and then it's like, oh I also like blah blah and then that's it. Then it's done. But then for you, it's every day. You're reading Variety, Entertainment Tonight, all this stuff.
2: I try to avoid the front half of that conversation so the back half doesn't have to happen. You know, like, Uh I I, want to, like, meet people at a dinner party and be like, what's your deal? (laughs) 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 Or just be like, you know, kids with parents being like, this is hard huh <laughs>
4: yeah yeah, you know, yeah yeah the yeah. thing
2: where where parents are like when people are like well they're all you know <laughs> they take but they give so much and
0: you're
4: like, I, <laughs> I,
2: I, yeah but
0: <laughs> that's the other thing though about getting older and having friends with parents is that people start to keep it real with you and it's pretty <laughs> th- like that 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 face they make where it's like look this is absolutely hell on earth but it's worth it it's it's exactly what you're saying <laughs> It's all it's all worth it. And I'm like, is, I is think it? once you get older and you have kids, that's sort
1: of the like, oh, this person's cool or this person's not cool. It's like, this person is willing to admit that their life is being crushed by a vice every day. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, exactly. you're a human being. I can talk to you. We don't have to have anything in common versus just like, Bryce is my angel. And I'm so glad, you know, like at, at that point, it's like, okay, I can avoid you. Oh,
2: I mean, but, you know, <laughs> when people's like... <laughs> Uh, Instagram handle or any of that shit is like their kid, and you know it's like Bryce's mom.
4: Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, for real know, I know, I know. like you're still up. That's person. the biggest thing on
1: my resume of my life achievements is I let a guy come in me. <laughs> Bryce's mom.
0: <laughs> but but what's worse,
1: that or the dog the like, dog is worse yeah
0: and then you got the but then you have the husband's name in the in the bio with the ring emoji next to it to let you know like and he definitely runs an alt right coffee company
1: <laughs> and cr- crossfit
0: gym <laughs> my wife is everything my husband i sell knives my husband co-founded black rifle coffee and i'm also a big knife collector it's it's kind of a two-pronged approach
1: i'm fucking in love with him he's my best
2: friend you know like i'll you know you meet people at work and and uh, like i'm just constantly you know it's always new people it's like all new hair and makeup people, all new wardrobe people, all new production, all new, it's never, no consistency, you know?
1: You call this a breakfast burrito? <laughs> I'm just kidding, you know? A little, craft, <laughs> little crafty talk to get it going in the morning. And now like,
2: you know, to meet someone's spouse and and to like, it recontextualizes how you, you think like, oh, this person's this, that, or the other, and then you meet like their partner, their spouse, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, whatever, you know, and be like, oh shit, actually, uh,
0: You live an insane life. You're a crazy person. (laughs) I thought you were just really good at at makeup, but you're actually a serial killer. This is different than that. Yeah. 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 Once you meet
1: the partner, then that the other half of the painting gets filled in, and you're like, oh. Yes. Yes. You you did a good job duping me on set. Hashtag set life. And now, oh, no. So
0: what's the vibe? So what's the vibe on like a, you know, do people's, partners come hang out if they're if they're in the crew or it's it's only only the stars can have people come hang right
2: well covid has changed all that you know like nobody comes in right because everyone's tested to a point where i
0: wondered why i wasn't getting a lot of callbacks and i feel like they kept saying it's that that. my manager was like oh chris it's covid it's covid it's not the network yeah yeah it's not the network
2: they're just not making stuff uh, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. The same reason why Chris, the same reason why you're not getting the jobs right now, is the same reason why you keep getting kicked off of airplanes. It's just COVID, man. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just COVID. <laughs> it's all it is it's
0: just, simple. It's just COVID. So you're saying because you get tested four times a day, it's it's tough to have visitors.
2: Yeah, and rightfully so. The thing again, like just trying to not live in a life of, of like platitudes and, and bullshit with other human beings is like um there's on set it feels like there's for sure two different codes of conduct and expectation between like above the line and below the line you know like for sure for sure actors and directors and producers and 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 the people who are the, the best to work with are the people who know it and then are extremely gracious and respectful of that and and are like yeah i could flex on this and bring a bunch of people but i don't because that's fucking rude and everyone in the crew i'm sure would love to do that and They're not going to do what They can't get fired. You can't
0: fucking just have a friend roll through. Yo, bro, I'm doing this. Yeah, it's this this White Lotus thing. We're in Hawaii. You got it. The surf is fucking crazy, bro. You got to come You should pull up. You should pull up. You should pull up. Just come. Well, I was talking to him. It's (laughs) fine, dude. I have have one actor friend who's done some pretty big stuff, and I was talking to him, and he was kind of like... Nick Cage. I'm like, bro... Yeah, exactly. I was talking to Nick Cage, and <laughs> Nick Cage, I was like, bro, have you seen, Sweet guy. like, does this crazy shit that we hear about actually happen? And he's like, I've honestly never seen anything like that. Right? He's like, I've never, I've been, he's been in big movies, he's been in big TV shows, like, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. He's like, I'm sure it happens, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but I've never seen it, I've never witnessed it, right. and it made me kind of rethink the whole, you know, because it's fun to believe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's fun to believe yeah. it. It's like, but but he kind of shut me down. He shut me down.
2: Certainly in the last, like, 15 years 10 years there's a like so much money on the line for these studios for networks for you know streaming service for whatever and also so much more um access and like willing or not transparency as far as people cell phones and all the shit and like nobody wants that heat and so the idea of hiring someone that is a known problem.
0: Yeah, it's just like we, we could it, just. It's less
2: this. and less interesting. Yeah, we can just. They're like, this. you know, I'm going to make a movie for $200 million and you <laughs> want me to build in an insurance budget for this guy's cocaine problem? Like, <laughs> no, dude. Like, why don't we, why don't we hire? Well, the, the well, other there's, guy there's a list of
1: 4,000 people who would cut their dick off to do that <laughs> yeah. role and, perfectly yeah, and who have never yeah. done cocaine.
2: There's also like what sort of became uh, the driving force behind like media and entertainment in Hollywood, at least it, it, cinematically in like the seventies and eighties was this like outsider auteur gritty thing that lent itself to people who were also in a cool or dangerous way kind of living On the fringe a bit.
0: Um, The Dennis, the Dennis Hopper style, the Dennis Hopper style. Like, I live it. Yeah, man. Like, this is real.
2: Scorsese or the near, like any of those guys who are just like kind of a part of that life, partying with Belushi and yeah. And also, you know, now you're talking about like Marvel movies being the driving thing Mm. and being like, this movie costs hundreds of millions of dollars and then another hundred million dollars for press and it's international markets. And so like, it's much more about like, Chris Hemsworth has a fitness app. Do you know what I mean? Not like a, a, a cocaine, like a cartel. Lacey, you know? like- La- Lacey, have
0: they, have they tested you in the Chinese market yet? Is that, is that, is that, are you good? Like, what's up with Marvel, bro? Cause I'm ready to see you in a suit. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you and me both, you and me both. Would, would you, would you do
1: Marvel if, if the opportunity arose, Jake? You know, for a long time in a, in a probably
2: unhealthy way, I thought of that as like the mark of validation. Of like, we're, you must be good enough because we're going to bet all this money on you, you know? Mm. And, uh, mm. and so then if any of those opportunities came close, I got like excited and freaked out and being like, this is the moment where they tell you if you're good enough, if you belong, you know? And more and more, I'm like, ah, boy, I just in the last couple of years feel like I've hit this little stride where like I have a nice life and I get to work consistently. And I audition for stuff and sometimes I get offered things and I'm like, shit, if I could stay here, right at this zone Mm
4: -hmm. for
2: the rest of my career in some way, shit, that would be way better than being worth crazy money and never having a shred of privacy again. This is coming from a very like privileged, lucky place, but I don't know. At some point, like you make the amount of money past a certain point doesn't make you happier. I'm not saying I'm a millionaire,
0: but like I've, I've read that I'm trying. I'm trying to find out right now. You know what I mean? What I'm trying to find out. And, and so I'll let you know if that's true or not. I, I also we have to adjust for inflation. Yeah, it's different now, you know, like, like Scorsese. It's just different it used to now. be
1: 75 bands a year. I don't know if that's going to cut it. No, but I, I know what yeah. you're,
0: I know what you're saying. I mean, I think that that's what we've seen with this Kumail thing. You know what I mean? Like he's been pretty open about it. And like, obviously like the fitness part of it really appealed to me. So I like followed it pretty closely because it's fun fucking insane sure. but like i think he he worked consistent i mean you know he had been on some big network stuff he was financially he was fine but i think it was the same thing it's like they come to you they offer this shit you kind of have to do it or you feel like you have to do it because it's so crazy and the the money is so crazy and it and i don't i don't watch those movies because i don't give a shit about them but like you like you said it's the driving <laughs> force it's like what makes money it's like what matters as far as like the bottom line goes like those have to succeed for studios to make cool stuff.
2: Anakin, you know, just as an actor, opens so many doors to be like, like for me in a small way, it's like doing White Lotus, which was like an audition and then a meeting with the producers, and you know, it wasn't like some offer. It's like I, I like fought to get in there.
1: You had to grind for the Lotus. <laughs> yeah,
2: man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I did. <laughs> but like, you know, that has like just bumped a little bit for me to be like oh i'm getting these scripts or offers that previously a year ago would have been an audition and so you see a guy like kumail who like is coming off of a show that's fantastic and he's great on it and i'm sure doing this movie has also like opened doors for him like yes financially and that's awesome to be like oh i'm not gonna have to sweat money for maybe ever again (laughs) but um it also means just career-wise you're like all of a sudden you get bumped into this level just because of like access and how many millions of people have seen your face that then a studio or network is probably more comfortable saying like, well, here's a list of 10 guys that we'd, we'd be cool with you hiring for this role, Yeah,
0: yeah. you know?
2: And if none of these guys are available or work out, here's a list of six others, but we might not make the movie,
4: mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: know, like <laughs> we just can't. And it's also, it's hard. It's also yet to be seen sometimes if, You know, guys like Tom Cruise and Will Smith are still like the old and DiCaprio are still like the only dudes who can open a movie on, on like face and name alone. Mm -hmm. Being in a Marvel thing doesn't necessarily translate to them being like, this guy guarantees you $20 million opening weekend at the box office. You know, like people like seeing those characters. They like the IP and they're excited to see a familiar face inside that world, but they don't necessarily then pivot that into you know, Chris Pratt is doing Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Jurassic World. It's like two huge IP things. But then, if he does another, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm bullshitting. If, here, if, it's, like, if
0: it's like a new movie, the, 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 movie I, I don't want to talk about yeah. the Hollywood is because I'm left out of that conversation every fucking time, <laughs> and it's it's just getting a little <laughs> frustrating. It hurts. It, it hurts, dude. It hurts. It hurts dude. But
1: also, I think it's so much better. You know, if you if you're like a, a cool person like yourself who cares about our you know culture and artistic things to go to dinner parties and have everybody be like. You are on White Lotus, my show that I was obsessed with for the last year. I got to talk to you. You're the coolest guy in the room, in the rooms that you want to be in versus if you're in a Marvel movie, you know, you just walk around Ikea and some slack jawed yokel's like, Batman, you in the Mar- Mar-. like there's yeah. an SNL uh, on the newest <laughs> SNL skit. There's a, <laughs> they did a dog park for dads. Did you see this, Jake? I, just, I loved it. I loved and it was it. just like guys so being good. like, Marvel? marvel marvel <laughs> like that's like that's kind of that like that's what you do when you're on that you know you make the most money but it's lowest common denominator brains
0: yeah i mean now that we live in this society where there's a show like i i and i, I want to know how you feel about this but i get exhausted like succession i don't even want to watch it because i'm so sick of hearing about it and white lotus I felt like that. I was like, I'm not going to watch this shit. I'm sick of hearing about everybody's talking about how good it is. Then I watched it and it's really good. And the thing is, they're usually really good. If that many people are saying they're really good, but the, the, the like social media aspect of everything, it gets this fervor where it's like, I almost want to rebel against it, which is just stupid for me that I only lose in that situation. But like, I can only imagine what it's like to be a part of that from the other side where you're like greatly benefiting. You would would like it more if you were the first person to watch succession and you can tweet about it of like, I have a new show for you. Exactly. Exactly. It's called, it's It's called bar. It's called bar rescue. It's on FX (laughs) Sunday Sunday (laughs) nights at
2: 10. (laughs) Well, to your first point, like I also have to say that I, I I've only been in one movie that had like the sort of like money and scope of, of Marvel in terms of just like, financing and and I was like
1: oh carol <laughs> I didn't I didn't know Jenny Slate had that much that much
2: cash yeah they, Jenny they Slate 200 million dollars on antique cars uh there's this movie Rampage that I'm not shit. good in what what uh, what Clint
0: Eastwood movie is this
1: is the the rock okay oh wait is that based on the video game yes where the the giant king kong is climbing the building oh shit. yes shit great but game great game bad movie right uh, yes agreed You can't. oh well, i mean you can't say that how much screen time did you get
2: with the rock though oh he and i had like one scene together i think he, you know what's crazy about it when you want to talk fitness i was like uh, you're like oh the rock is huge and he comes in the room and you're like it's not that big and then damn you sort of like recalibrate your brain to, and then think like oh he doesn't look that big because he's proportionate but he's also 6'6.
4: Oh. So then
2: all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're
0: fucking huge. Yeah, you're dude. huge. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize he was that tall. If he's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Strapped out, <laughs> and you're just like, this looks insane. It's like, how, how are you this big and this strong and, and like, live? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how the fuck is this happening <laughs> so it, it's like an optical illusion with just a human body there's it's no pretty cool. it's
0: pretty cool that you were in a, a a movie with the future president of the united states you know you're gonna get to tell your kids <laughs> i can't you're, wait you're gonna get to tell your kids that and i think that's special
2: i mean i'm gunning for a cabinet position
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I met i met nba's
1: blake griffin and i thought the same thing i was like you know you look like this monster on tv right slamming the ball for the clippers and then i I meet you at a at a
0: party and i'm like oh you're like you, you met you met blake griffin you're like damn we're competing for the same asian chicks this is fire i, I fuck, <laughs> you, fuck you bro i don't care about your little nba money i can dj we both got we both got numbers on the boards okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're both a valuable asset in in the postseason those movies it's like i
2: think it's probably it would be as much as there's a you know like
1: these movies aren't culturally
2: important they don't drive a thing, whatever but like I'm sure they're a fucking blast to make yeah totally I bet it's awesome to make those movies to be like in these incredible sets and green screens and doing fucking stunts and I like
0: did you do shit like that on Rampage where there did you do wild shit no they had me in a little they had me in a little tummy fat suit
2: (laughs) and uh and uh, I get crushed by a thing and
1: (laughs) but but uh I got crushed to death in a fat suit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, You're like, I'd, I'd rather be getting yeah. yelled at by adam driver for two hours a day this is fucking bullshit <laughs>
0: damn jake the rock hates you bro you didn't you, you buried the lead
4: <laughs> i
2: also like when they had that premiere i didn't really put together what was happening like <laughs> i just wasn't thinking uh, i don't know what was going on in my brain but uh i uh you know it's a premiere for this movie it's the rock it's that like, it's downtown LA. It's he's made some spectacle of it. Like truly is like, this is the largest premiere of all time. Cause we're going to stream it to 30 million people. Like something crazy, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. my buddy PJ Byrne is in it. He shows up in this great suit. I'm like, ah, fuck. I had worn, um, a, a double RL, uh, cardigan okay, and a denim shirt with some like corduroys and boots.
0: No bro. And had
2: like, and had, had long hair and sideburns for a movie for a tv show i was doing and i was like oh right a premiere <laughs> <laughs> like i thought like screening you know what i mean yeah like, yeah I there's up and had to go down a carpet wearing to take all these clothes with people looking and glammed out in the shiny dresses <laughs> and the thing and me wearing a fucking tarsa knit with a little like belt because it's a long cardigan i looked like i was at like antiques roadshow you know like <laughs> bringing it in my wares to get appraised. That was like... Your famous lesson. It was double it.
1: RL. It's actually not cheap. It's not cheap.
0: This is nice. This, this, is, is, this nice. is $600. My wife really likes it. Yeah. It was a gift. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So speaking of of your management, do you, are you the type of person who... Can kind of like operate on their own, or do you rely on your team a lot? Do you, do you turn into a brat? Are you one of those guys, or mm-hmm. you I seem see like it. you can you can handle most things by yourself? I
4: think
2: you're giving me more status credit that I may deserve. I
1: mean, I don't think you have a glam squad team that No, he's like, you actually, on, he's like, you know, yes, Jason, car. actually,
0: to save money for my college college fund, <laughs> I, I do my own legal work, actually, so it is, <laughs> it's been, it's, thank you, for, yeah, thank you know. for acting. I don't have a degree, I just kind of figured it out online, and it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. I had lost money, I lost money on White Lotus, but otherwise, it's going well, it's going really well.
2: To afford moving to Connecticut, I had to let everybody go.
0: <laughs> You're not texting your manager, like, where am I going today?
2: No. No, they well first I have uh you know they're very good about uh, I have a manager and, and a couple agents at the UTA
4: mm-hmm.
2: and uh and they all do a, a very good job of having known me for a long time and uh, reminding me of shit cuz I'll blow it, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're very helpful in being like just remember you have this today, show up, you know. Um <laughs> and not cuz <'cause> I'm like <laughs> Oh, so creative. Oh, I'm just lost in my genius. <laughs> I just, I just fuck it up. You know,
1: even as, as hard as I try. As Have you tried Google die. Cal? Have you tried iCal? I,
2: you know what? I had like three or four things this week that were like a phone call doing this. I think, and I was like, you need to, you need to open the calendar app and just put it in. Cause you're going to, you're going to forget one of these and it's going to be so embarrassing. It's also things I want to be a part of. It's not that I'm like, Oh, I don't care. <laughs> you know like i don't know if you do that i if i get a text or an email from someone that i uh, you know friend of mine or someone i respect or my i won't write back immediately because i want to take the time to like really engage Mm. and then six months goes by (laughs) and then i have to hit back and be like look man this meant a lot to me and i fucked it all up and people i'm not that you know that i'm kind of careless with i'm immediately like hey what's up thanks man (laughs)
1: You know like so I know I know I used to be the same way and I had to force myself as soon as something happens to put it in the calendar and then it just sort of happens you know with muscle right. memory because I, I was the same exact way and it ends up working out better and then you can feel better than other people who forget things
2: yeah and just like hold- lord it over them you blew that you didn't show up how could you know
0: <laughs> yeah I'm luckily I do the I do the booking on this podcast and I'm a real calendar bitch i like i don't know i never knew this before i never knew this about myself but i like love it and like as soon as we book somebody i put it in the calendar they get the invite their people get the invites got the zoom link in it hell yeah and it makes me feel like i've done something all day because i don't do a lot you know so it's it's like getting those little things checked off you know it feels it feels good it's-
1: chris will pull up his google call and he'll be like yes yes he'll get into his little <laughs> Minority Report, yes. yeah, it's on, a, it's on daylight a touch- savings time. Fuck it, it's on a touch screen. He's hard as a rock a, looking at a, it's that. It's on, that on a touch
0: screen. I'm just moving things around like it's the NFL. You know, pre-show. He's pinching. He's zooming.
2: I didn't realize that the phone was smart enough. Like I was on the West Coast when we set this up, but knew I was going to be back on the East Coast, and my phone was smart enough to know like mm-hmm. the difference in in times. And so then I was making the adjustment myself and then putting it in and then realized it was like Cupertino time. And then I, that was almost enough for me to be like, I'm done with this. Even though it was my era. Your era. Like, it's like, it's smarter than I am, but I'm like, oh, you motherfucker.
0: So, what's the vibe? When you're in LA, do you stay in a hotel? Do you stay in a house? What neighborhood do you like? Stay
1: at Lena Dunham's house? Where are you staying at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just crashed, crashed (laughs) with uh, Old LD. She loved the kids, L D and them. Uh
2: where do I I have lived there a couple of times. I lived on the east side. Yeah. Uh lived in West Hollywood a couple of times. It was so easy to commute because it was so central from there. I lived I spent one uh <laughs> I spent one pilot season like in Venice on the beach basically, but not like in a in a cool way, in a way that was like a, a hotel that's like rooms for rent. By the hour, for the night, <laughs> sure, or for sure, 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 as sure. long as you need a place to. Stay. That was implied uh-huh. when I, you said pilot. Like, when you
0: said pilot season, that was implied. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were living at the Oakwood Apartments. You know, what I mean? type type vibe. Oh, I've spent. Have you,
2: dude? What did they? What did? <laughs> oh yeah. At when I first, dude, when I first went to L.A., I was out there. I got in a, I got a pilot, and they were going to put me up there for two weeks. You know, I was twenty-four. I was coming from working doubles at a restaurant in, in uh, Chelsea to then shooting a pilot. So I was mm. like, I'm this is the I'm living the dream, you
4: know? Mm-hmm.
2: And they put me up at the Oakwood and everybody was like I to the Oakwood
4: <laughs> And I was like
2: I, I was like I, they got a pool, they got a gym, dude, I fucking loving it. Like you have no idea. That's, this is like, good I, for me. I live next to the fucking BQE in <laughs> brooklyn like i'm living on richardson like this is not this is an improvement for me this is an improvement hell yeah
0: whether the pilot goes or not it's a victory for me people
2: talk about all the people who died there and i was like not in my room man like, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like this is uh, less, dude. Oh,
0: that's really that's really funny
2: <laughs> they're a different brand now right they've got new I drove by like in the spring, and I was like, "Oh, no more Oakwood." They're like
0: IQ or DI. They, they, you can't rebrand something like that. It's not gonna. It doesn't. It's (laughs) like no one. This is what it is. You you can change the name, but it's not a rebrand necessarily. No one's falling for that.
2: I mean, that to me is the Washington Football Team is like it'll be two (laughs) generations before anybody goes. They used to be what?
1: Yeah, no, hundred
0: percent, man.
1: (laughs) What did they change their name to? The Guardians,
2: is that, yeah, or is that the Guardi- oh yeah, Guardians. The Marvel
0: effect strikes again. You know what I mean? That's not that name. <laughs> wouldn't that name wouldn't exist if those box office numbers weren't so big. Guardians of the of the capital.
2: What's Cleveland doing? What's the Cleveland, uh, formerly the Indians? What have they gone
0: like? And, or the Atla- or your Atlanta Braves? My Atlanta Braves are they're not changing. We're not changing. Down south. Let me tell you something. We don't. <laughs> We don't care. You know what I mean? Fuck fuck you Yankees think you can tell us to change the fucking name. You're wrong.
1: Dog. Down down south there. like I thought being brave was a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> so sue me. So sue me. <laughs>
2: I did read a thing I got a guy who was like an op ed that was saying. You know, it's actually a term of respect to be calling it the Braves, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's a reach." Like,
0: that's the problem with those op eds. <laughs> I was like, "You know? still do the chop?" Is that right? We that's still that definitely that do the chop. Seem- <laughs> I see much, where you're going. It's not. It's a little stretch. Much like the Florida State Seminoles, you know what I mean? We'll do a chop, you know, in the in the bottom of the eighth with two on you know it's it's nothing for us to did chop. you see
1: the
2: uh, <laughs> you see the clip of of trump doing the
0: chop like yeah 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 him
2: doing the chop and also doing a trump face. and just like i'm crushing this cho- <laughs> this is such a great chop you're like ah, oh, fuck what an asshole no no
0: he really did he th- the way he was chopping you're absolutely right it was like bro you're you're waving you're waving your arm up and down <laughs> anyone can do this bro this isn't you're uh, not- he did it was a tremendous chop
1: chris you're not giving enough credit <laughs> But it's also very clearly just like it's not even whatever the opposite of a dog whistle is. That's what he was doing to to his uh,
0: racist brothers. That was a good. It was like, Trump though. I I feel like you've practiced this. Have you
2: seen that new kid on SNL who does the Trump? Yeah. He had like the Internet's greatest Trump, and you were like, "Is it though?" And then he went on SNL. I was like, "Oh, fuck. it's so good. That's it's so. so good. Good. You did good. I mean, are you, you
0: good. do You are you a." Do you have any other imitations that you're known for? Impressions? (laughs) Have you done a lot of UCB work? I don't know what your your background is. Stand up. When I
2: was a kid, I I wanted to go to, I wanted to be on SNL so bad when I was a kid, you know, and Chris Parnell went to the, the college I went to. So I was like, you know, at 18, was like that's my end. You
1: had an name. <laughs> <laughs> Parnell went
2: here 30 years ago.
1: This is great. I'll, I'll go into the faculty office and they'll give me his information. He's a former <laughs> alum. Yeah. Hey, just looking for
4: uh,
2: Parnell's home address. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, there's still there's still time, bro. Oh, a couple you more. Could, you could still be on SNL. A couple more White Lotuses, bro, and you're you're hosting. I, I'm I'm calling it now for you. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you kind of promise me now. You know, because I've never been, but I do. So I'm gonna need tickets. Just FYI. Done. Done. Okay.
1: Yeah. Go. If I can get you on SNL, I'm gonna need tickets, and not in the back, in the front where the rich people go.
0: Yeah, I need to be in the front.
1: You know, f- friends
0: and family. You
2: know what? Though I always feel like when they do for earlier, it's like when Owen Wilson was on. He was like my brothers are here and then like pointed <laughs> up and they were like way up. And I was like, what are you guys doing up there? Like maybe
1: they wanted to distract. They didn't want to
0: distract. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. famous too. You know what I mean? They're famous too. Sometimes
1: hard. when you're a Wilson, you need to take the day off or
0: right? they're human beings, Jake,
2: <laughs> you know, I saw Owen Wilson. I was just so happy watching him. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I just was like, I'm so thrilled that this guy is in the world. Yeah, And I just saw, saw the new Ghostbusters movie. And Paul Rudd, I was like, this guy doesn't lose. Like you just,
1: they still got women. They still got women catching those ghosts. or they switch it back to the fellas. Well, I tell you what, it's half and half.
0: <laughs> it's half and half. half, and half. Smart. They had to, they had to course correct after the box office performance. So like, look, we, we really do want to empower women, but not that much that we lose money. So if we no, can, you know, it's a, back, it's a spectrum. If we can kind of dial it back. All know fellas. Know I mean? Good, but
1: doesn't work now. All late. Oops. All ladies too much right in the middle. Sweet spot. You know, what's a so
2: funny, like I do think, That that is the, um, (laughs) that that is like the (laughs) face of progress or the, the like, uh, steps of progress is like corporations, whatever, whether it's like Denny's or it's Paramount Mm -hmm. being like, uh, we're going to do what the culture is telling us is the right thing to do Mm -hmm. to save our bottom line. Yes. And the cynic and like, that's the sort of dark cynical outlook on it. And that really, like, that's the only way it happens until it happens enough that then people go like, "This is normal. This is a normal thing to do." But those early ugly moments where you're like, "God damn, you're just doing this."
0: Jason actually, Jason in the last year has actually started following the WNBA really closely because he's an ally. (laughs) So it's nice to it's nice. I didn't, Mm -hmm. Jason. I don't mean to kind of put you on blast, but it's cool of you to do that. Yeah, the season tickets they practically give them away, (laughs) so it's hard for me. I just love a game. It's a, it's even it's even cheaper than the Clippers. So Jason's able to sit, you know, in not in the not in the high seats, but middle range, which is good for him.
1: And and getting in and out of Staples or Crypto is <laughs> super quick on the WNBA
0: games. In and
1: out, Parkins a snap. Crypto
0: Crypto dot Can't believe it's Crypto.com. It's so fucking funny. They paid seven hundred million dollars in cash. Yeah, man. They paid cash. Is that right? Yeah, seven hundred million in cash, and it, it changes over into december 25th they
2: didn't pay in crypto
0: uh, i i think i think staples was like look we, we'll put crypto on the outside we <laughs> don't give a fuck but we need cash we need we need money i mean what is it but staples doesn't own it anymore it's somebody like whoever no it's i mean it's owned by the same people but the spot the presenting sponsor you know what i mean is, yeah, is yeah, now yeah. crypto. so who's about- the person
1: that is really getting this 700 million dollars obviously the city gets a big chunk i of wonder
0: it, but... I, i'm not i'm not is it Gillan Maxwell? She I think, probably gets I, it. I think Ghillane is I think Gillan's <laughs> getting twenty million off the top of that. I would I have think to it's say a pretty penny. I would have that. to say. yeah.
1: Unless we forget it was t- it was twenty years ago. Is that when it changed over to Staples Center? I remember being twenty years ago, like they're calling the the place where the Lakers play. They're naming it after a store where I buy printer ink at? Like what the fuck is going on? And then everyone and then there's like the Enron arena. Yeah, I hate it. I hate there's it. There's a SoFi, the Etsy Etsy Arena, yeah. whatever it is.
0: Staples Staples is fucking broke, bro. Nobody's buying supplies. They probably can't afford that anymore. When's the last time you bought printer ink?
1: It was recently, but it was from Best Buy.
0: (laughs) See, exactly. You're part of the fucking problem. I knew it. You're always part of the problem. You're always part of the problem, Jason. Fuck Staples. (laughs) Office Depot, baby. (laughs) They they definitely have a stadium, too. They have a stadium, too. Crypto.com
1: arena, really. Because we were just getting used to calling it Staples Center. And I started to like calling it Staples. i got to go see Fleetwood Mac down at Staples. Sounds pretty good.
0: It rolls off the tongue. It does.
2: I'm already like a little you know, skeptical of like the crypto market just based on the fluctuations and like who gets to control that. But crypto.com just sounds like a scam <laughs> website <laughs> like, like it's us, it's us. this is brought to you by like money.com yeah. <laughs> slash net, that, you're like, you're check like, us
1: out on crypto.com and you go to it and it's like <laughs> yeah. this website may feature malware and like, <laughs> like my my browser won't even let me go to crypto.com yeah
2: it's just a place to insert your credit card information but no nothing provided no <laughs> yeah that's company. definitely so, the
1: jake does that mean you have any digital investments going on how's your nft portfolio looking you, did you dump your I'm not, teeth? I'm not What's going not with
2: any of it. <laughs> if I had, you know, crazy money, who was it that just said that? Tim Cook maybe was like they asked Tim Cook if he had crypto, and he was like, "Yeah, I have some because I think it's important to diversify." And you're like, "Well, yeah." If you're sitting on a, whatever he's worth, a hundred million dollars, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, play around, man." Mm-hmm. But if you're like, this money has to like pay for my retirement and put my kids through college, I'm not gonna yeah put my big chunk on crypto and maybe i'll be a loser for it but who knows?
1: yeah don't put your big chunk but just a little squirt on the side for crypto just
0: <laughs> you know when you're playing around you know you put your big chunk into i don't play around with money i make it and i spend it those are the two things i do with money so <laughs> yeah
1: but once you once you retire chris you'll have your mutual funds and your high low risk high yield Jason. roth iras but then you do 20 percent <laughs> you play around you get a stock you you become a restaurateur you open your little coffee shop i give
0: 20% to god every month you know what i mean first and foremost I tithe uh, at thank you for your time yeah, brother at mosaic my my church in hollywood you know that mm-hmm. and then yeah, that's true. and then the rest of it you know the rest of it i'm never we're we're millennials jason we're never going to get to retire we've bought too much avocado toast we have to li- we have to work <laughs> we have to work until we fucking die and i'm okay with that
2: i was going to say like i already feel a little like retired yeah
1: you live in connecticut bro
2: fuck i'm doing the thing i always wanted to do when i get paid to do it and then
0: i live in connecticut and i you know it's like what what would i retire from? that's what i'm saying I, I'm, bro it's like that's what i'm saying like i don't have i'm not punching the clock like i like this shit i'm good like yeah I, yeah, yeah. Right. and
1: we should be so lucky and we should be so grateful gentlemen that's
0: that's true i'm very agreed I'm Very. I'm very, ha- mm-hmm. I'm very hashtag grateful
1: jake so as we're as we're closing up jake what do you got? Uh, what do you got in the hopper coming up next? You on any new podcast coming out soon? What's going on?
2: I'm going to be back on this one uh, next week, so y'all can check that out.
4: Okay. am um, <laughs> <no, I'm>,
2: uh, <laughs> resounding okay. Uh, I know I got a small part in this uh, Aaron Sorkin written and directed movie called uh, Being the Ricardos. Oh my man, walking,
0: up. walking and fucking talking. I'd love to see it. And uh, there's a couple of those. There's a couple.
2: <laughs> Jake, can I borrow you? <laughs> Yeah, hit me. <laughs> then there's uh, I just finished this movie out in Portland called Significant Other for Paramount Plus. PP, uh, yeah, yeah, and for Paramount Player, so like PP, PP, <laughs> uh, like
0: double PP's. That's
1: what that's what you tell the boys when it's time to do a little something <laughs> before bed. Guys I gotta hit the PP, PP. Who's
0: the Who's the female? Who is your Who is your co-star in this?
2: That's Michael Monroe. Who has done like a series of things. She kind of like blew up in, uh, it follows. Mm -hmm. She's done like some stuff in that world and, uh,
1: Micah Monroe, but to Google her. Yeah. But to Google them.
2: Them. Yeah. And this new Eric Cassavetes, uh, Cassavetes movie, I think. So we shot that out in Portland. It's like this crazy, like a couple goes on a, we go on a camping trip and, uh, one of us is like taken over by this, you know, alien, form basically like a body snatcher shit basically but it's kind of this a horror movie but also like a dark comedy blended in at times it's it's an, it's it bonkers it's fucking crazy and uh okay. these these guys wrote directed it that's gonna be good Right. and then we're figuring out what uh what to do in the spring there's a couple things floating around or might just cool out <laughs> for a minute
0: damn you know i love this i love this holly all family time. i love this hollywood life jake you really got figure it figured out uh thank you it's great. For joining us on on, on, on How Long.
1: <laughs> you, yeah, it's great. You guys should be an
0: actor too. Yeah, th- thank sick. you for joining us on How Long Gone. Uh it's 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 been a pleasure. We learned a lot. And um like I said, if you're on S N L, we'll be there. Otherwise, you know, I'll see you when I see you. Can't wait. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having and me.
1: Whenever you want to run lines, whatever, we're always here, bro. Yeah, I
0: do. I know how I'm pretty good at self tapes. So you just let me know. Whereas I'm a master of yes and.
1: What
2: about like if I need like a ride from LAX to somewhere? Would
0: you come through and <laughs> yeah. like maybe <baby>, grab me?
1: <laughs> Jake, we have a driver. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll DM you his number. He, just tell him that you're friends with me and he'll be totally
0: cool. We work with a guy named Vic. He has a late model Suburban um, and he listens <laughs> to CNC Music Factory when he picks you up, and it's great. Mm-hmm. If, we, if you need Every somebody time. killed, he can do it. Yeah, he can do everything for you. He's kind of he's kind of a do everything. You know, I
1: don't think you're a smoker anymore, but if you need to smoke in there, you, it's it's fine.
0: Yeah. Jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did
2: have a guy. Well, I won't even get Yeah,
0: thanks. Thanks, Jake. We'll talk to you soon, bro. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Later. Yeah, run up
3: on this fire and get burnt little nigga. Spent the half a million just on furniture, nigga rap business, it don't concern you, little nigga. Watch out. Be careful who you call your friend, they turn on you, nigga. For real. I'm DUI right now, I don't belong behind the wheel. Whoa. One thing about it, I'ma get money long as I live. Ooh. I can't stop at that real light, I keep going, I don't yeah. I can't do that deal if it ain't more than ten mil. Yeah. Oh shit, got them M's and now he lit. Hundred thousand dollar investment, I invest on my wrist. All she do is run her mouth, tell that bitch to suck a dick. I was born a superstar. So I put one on my fish. I just smash, I don't kiss Hit the gas, I'm in the wind Hate to brag, but I'm the shit Got some head when I was six I threw 30 in magic Do that, make me a trick House on the lake, but I don't even know how to fish Damn Motherfuck the law, fuck the law, fuck the law Flying down every pretty in the race car I've been drinking raw, drinking raw, drinking raw White girl with me and she look just like a